0: Hello everyone and welcome back to I'm Fine, You're Fine, the podcast with me, Erica and Alyssa. Hey girl, how you doing?
1: Hey girl.
0: <laughs> Long time no talk. How are you? I know.
1: whole week, <laughs> a whole week.
0: <laughs> I know these weeks go by really fast though. I feel like I have so much that I need to discuss with you.
1: That's good. Our followers I need to know all the things.
0: <laughs> all of our 10 followers. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Thank you so much for all of the love and the appreciation that we've gotten for the first few episodes. It means a lot. And to actually have someone out there listening besides ourselves uh, is really nice. So thank you to everyone and hopefully we'll keep it going.
1: Definitely. So a little bit about my week. Um, Pretty normal this week, you know, obviously work and whatever. But this weekend I had the opportunity to have dinner with some friends and if you don't know this about me huge huge fan of texas roadhouse huge fan
0: just a huge fan of food in general
1: truth truth but if you've been there you know that the rolls and the butter are unmatched okay Mm -hmm. so we had a plan to go there we got there and tons of people loaded with people per usual I mean it's delicious and I put my name in they said it would be like an hour well my friends didn't want to wait which I understand because we were starving so we left and we went to cookout and if you're from the south cookouts like a um fast food place which is really good but not what I was in the mood for obviously and as we are ordering our food, now the cookout was three minutes down the road. So three minutes down the road, up to the window, ordering my food, I get a text that my Texas Roadhouse no. table is ready. No. And I almost shed a tear. Like, I was so sad because you can't go back now. No. No, you can't. We, we've committed to ordering food and they probably gave our table away. And I was just so depleted. And this was after like a night of like a lot of errors. And, you know, you just like wanted that one thing to work out. And it didn't.
0: No Texas Roadhouse for
1: you, girl. I'm devastated because this is the second weekend in a row that I've tried to eat at Texas Roadhouse and have failed. The first weekend, I thought I was eating at Texas Roadhouse it was called Texas Roadhouse and Grill. And I was a little sus Very when different. I pulled in. I was a little sus when I pulled in because it looked different. But I was like, oh, whatever. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just never noticed before that it has grill in the name. <laughs> Walk in. There's a sign that says, we are not affiliated with Texas Roadhouse. Oh, geez. And I was like, freaking A, but... I will tell you, a lot of their menu was similar, and they did have similar butter. The rolls were different, but the butter was similar. So it wasn't a terrible experience, but it was trickery. I do have a
0: confession to make. I have never eaten at Texas Roadhouse before.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> well, never are in my you life.
1: serious? No, yeah, I'm serious. Oh, my God. Well... You need to go number 1 and you need to go for your birthday. Uh-huh.
0: What do they do? You get
1: to ride like a wooden bull or whatever it is, horse, I don't know what it is. Okay. but They like bring it over to you and you can ride it. Because I have you... never done it cuz I have <laughs> like fear of things like that. Yeah, no, it. I would panic.
0: <laughs> um well so this all goes back to though when you and I I made a list of things that I wanted to do with you before you moved away.
1: You're right. I forgot about this.
0: Texas Roadhouse was on the list because years ago you raved about it. And I said, oh, yeah, never been. But like, I mean, it was probably like six years ago now. I don't know. But yeah, never been.
1: Okay, so it's on the list officially. The next (laughs) time I come home, we're going. Okay. And it's honestly
0: not that far away, but it does just feel wrong to go with someone who's not you.
1: Oh, you can't go without me. So okay. I'll have to wait. So sorry to any man that asks you to go to Texas Roadhouse in the future. It's a no.
0: It's a no. I'll wait. <laughs> I am going with a special someone, but her name is Alyssa. Correct. I do feel as though I've lived under like a rock for most of my life, though, because I also have an announcement to make. I lost my Trader Joe's virginity today. <gasps> Today, at 25 years old, I went to Trader Joe's for the first time. Oh, my
1: God. Tell me everything. Was it magical?
0: Oh, my God. It was magical. So I was planning on just going in, like, really quickly and, like, getting things. I don't know, like, why, but the stress of Trader Joe's, it just, like, freaks me out because I know it doesn't have all the same things as grocery stores because it's all, like, Trader Joe's branded stuff. Um, So I was just nervous that, like you know when I have to go shopping I want to get the things that I know I need to get Um, and I have like probably I'd say like 50 percent of my fridge is full right now so I just like wanted to go pick up some snacks and like some things I was running low on Um, so I was like I'll go today I'll run I'll get in get out Um, it's lovely there so So parking a fiasco but I go in and you're hit by the flowers right in the front and you're like "Ooh, this is good vibe so then I walk in and I walk through the produce and I'm like okay I can vibe with this these strawberries look good these raspberries look good I'm in it then we get to the salad kits and I'm like "Ooh, hit me yeah love the (laughs) salad kits then just row by row I like that not Like it's not like all the freezer stuff is next to each other like at a regular grocery store. It's like all spaced out and weird. Um, But that's what's kind of nice about it is like you could just circle back and go through the freezer section again because then it's going to be in the next aisle. You can get different stuff. I don't know. The vibes were immaculate. And then I always get stressed when I'm at the grocery store about checking out. The stress of like putting everything onto the belt, then getting to the other side to then load everything back into your car is just like very stressful. I love and also didn't understand for a second that they unload your cart for you. They scan everything and then they help you bag it. So I was like ready to go when she scanned things. It was like, okay, we're bagging because I didn't have to finish putting everything up on the belt like I do at a normal grocery store. I am a big fan. And the workers were so nice. She was asking me about
1: my day and I was like, oh my God, no one's this nice. I know. Hands down, Chick-fil-A and Trader Joe's have the best people working there. The best. Customer service is fantastic. Top notch. Top notch.
0: And there's, there's so many of the workers just standing in the aisles like you know, restocking or asking if you need help. I'm like, you can't even get someone like at Target to check out. It's all self-checkout because like no Mm -hmm. one wants to work. And Trader Joe's has like this surplus of workers that are ready to help you check. I am thrilled about my purchases. I'm very excited to try everything. And I'll report back next week about everything that I got and rate them and, you know, give you
1: my input. Trader Joe's is a wonderful place. Um, like you, for a while, I was like, what's all this hype? Like, it's just a grocery store, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Like, blah. it's overrated. But, and I always thought it was expensive. Um, It mm-hmm. seemed like a bougie store, so I was like, oh, it must be expensive. Well, in fact, it is way cheaper, Um, which is yeah. fantastic, because who doesn't love a deal, especially when groceries are through the roof right now? But I definitely get what you're saying like everything is like organized interestingly I haven't quite figured it out like I still do a lot of laps like trying to find the things that I need or I want so that's the only part that it's like a little stressful sometimes because you don't know where things are but, like you said, the workers are there to help. And the best thing is if you're looking for a certain product, they know, if it's not there, they know exactly when it's being restocked. Mm-hmm. That is wild to me. Like, they literally just, like, look at their whatever wild. thing they have and they're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be in such and such a day. Like, we got you. will be here that day. People at, like, Sap and Chop. Or like, I don't know. We haven't had that they're, for weeks, man. They're like,
0: check aisle six. If it's not there, we don't have any stocked in the back. So and don't even never bother. never getting it again. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> um, I also, I don't know how it is. In North Carolina, do you get um, grocery bags at the regular grocery store still?
1: Yeah. We, um, North Carolina is a little different. So we don't charge for bags over here. Uh, everyone's yeah. using plastic they don't really care about the earth there
0: <laughs> oh, but in Connecticut now everything has made the shift over you cannot like some stores most of them don't even carry like any bags whatsoever um so it's always like you have to remember to put your bags back in the car once you unload all your groceries to make sure you have them when you go to the store again and this was so lovely I asked my sister before I went like, do they have like bags? Because I forgot to get bags before I left the house. And she was like, no, no, go to the store. They have bags. Then the ladies bag my stuff. She says, I'm going to double bag this one for you. I almost lost my mind. It was like, like my brain was just mm-hmm. perplexed by the fact that she would use two bags. I mean, I know they're paper bags, but they're very sturdy. And yeah. to give me two of them... So kind.
1: And fun fact: if you do go back and you remember to bring your reusable bags, they give you a um, raffle ticket, and you get entered into the bag raffle. And you can win. I don't know what you can win. Probably like a gift card or something. But every time you do it, I would you would love entered. that. Yeah. So, you know, if you remember, I literally never remember. But if you do, you could get. But a if there's one thing. If
0: there's one thing that we love, it's free things. So Absolutely. I might remember. You really could Absolutely. get me to do just about anything if you offer me something for free.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I heard that you might have seen a play this weekend. Um, Yeah. Um. When
0: I, so on Be Real, I like posted that I was in this theater and the theater itself looked absolutely beautiful. And, you know, so I think people thought that I was like at a Broadway show or something. I was not. Um, I was up up in New Hampshire um, and seeing this play, um, which I thought was put on by adults um, because it said that it was put on by some theater company. Um, it was Frozen, the play. My niece is obsessed with Frozen, obsessed with Elsa. I am also Elsa. obsessed with Frozen. You know, it's not my favorite, but I have grown to like it more now because my niece loves it so much. But I'm more of like a tangled, like Beauty and the Beast kind of girl, but I can get behind Frozen. There's some good tunes. Um, But... So I went into it thinking, okay, these adults are putting it on. They're probably going to be great. It was not adults. It was, in fact, a theater company that trains children. Um, So it wasn't um, spectacular. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, My sister and I would probably rate it um, a 6 out of 10. Um, And that's me being generous. Um, And it's funny because the main characters, like Elsa and Anna, not the best, to be no. kind. But, yeah, no, it wasn't great. But you know who was the best was the guy who played Olaf. Of course. And the, guy, and the guy who played, oh, God, like this old crazy man in it that I don't even remember. He, like, wasn't even a character in the original. Um
1: but oh, he news. was like
0: better, no, he was fantastic. um, so I'm not really sure really where they cast everybody, <laughs> but I think they could have used some work. um yeah, it was tough,
1: and like not
0: our not our best.
1: You drove all the way there, too.
0: I know the Duke of Weaselton,
1: oh. He's like this stupid background
0: character and he was spectacular. Absolutely incredible. Stole the show. Honestly, he deserves to be on Broadway, but everyone else, um, you know, the costumes, it was like they were reusing things from like Romeo and Juliet, like costumes that they had in the back that they just like threw on (laughs) these people, you know, it wasn't the best. Um, But it was a fun trip. Um, My sister and my niece want to go to all 50 states, um, you know, while my niece is growing up. And so they just wanted to go somewhere in the tri-state area that wasn't too far. I agreed to go with them. It was a fun trip. The hotel was beautiful. We went swimming at the hotel. That was a blast. Um, And the play was only about an hour. So it was not bad for an hour. It was very cheap. Um... And it was more than me, you know, staying at home by myself all weekend. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm glad I wasn't there because I'm a place snob. Yeah. But I'm happy that your niece enjoyed seeing Elsa because that's really I mean, matters. she almost pooped her pants. She was <laughs> beside herself because
0: the whole drive up to New Hampshire, she watched Frozen the way there, watch Frozen the way home again and also saw the play so she is a fanatic when it comes to Frozen and I mean Elsa goes on the stage and her mouth just drops open like she is shook mind you this girl is a full brunette like dark features dark hair and yet she had a janky ass blonde wig on her head (laughs) Truly looked like she got it from the Halloween store about 15 years ago, and they just keep reusing it for every play. Like, it was god-awful. And <laughs> and she just looked nothing like Elsa, and oh. my niece did not care whatsoever. She thought it was incredible, but yeah, that was uh, something. That, <laughs> I'd say so, man. Wow. wow. Uh but it's fine. It was a good time and now I have something to
1: talk about later. So. Yeah, true. Everything's a Not story, man. Yep. All right. So speaking of good and bad drama, sounds like bad drama. Um me and Erica have started watching a new show on Hulu and it's called Special Forces. What is it? The toughest test or something like that? Toughest. World's toughest test. Yeah. Yeah. So So, this just
0: came up like on my Hulu, um, like recommended watches because I'm into reality shows and everything. But it came up and I had no idea what it was about. I started, I started, I was probably 20 minutes into the first episode and I texted Alyssa and was like, you need to watch this. Basically, It is, they take um, a bunch of celebrities, whether it be like athletes, social media, um, people that have been on previous reality shows, basically bring them all to the desert and have like all these high-ranking military personnel put them through the ringer for however many days, Um, and you basically just like to You just get to watch them, like, be physically drained and exhausted um, and see them do things that they are not good at.
1: Um, And it's great. (laughs) Right. So, spoiler alert before we talk about it, in case you want to watch it, pause this podcast and listen later. Um, But I kind of want to dive into some of these characters because I was shook When I saw the cast list.
0: (laughs) I was shook that they got some of these people to agree to do this. Because when
1: they... I mean, it could be
0: fake, but they make them stay in, like, this bunker with, like, these cots. They have to... The bathrooms are, like, just these stalls. These stalls that are connected to each other where you literally can, like, look over the half wall and see your roommate pooping next to you, like... It was That's barbaric. where I draw the <laughs> line. <laughs> and the fact that they got some of these celebrities to go on the show and agree to do this was mind-blowing to me. Okay, let's go through it a little bit. So first one I saw was Dwight Howard, who I don't really know because I'm not a big basketball person, but he's in the NBA um, and very popular on social media. Um. Is he still active, do we know in the No, he doesn't
1: play anymore. Okay. But he's a um Hall of Famer.
0: Okay. But big, tall, drink of water, very muscular, Mm. looks like he would do okay. Um in this arena. Not a stranger. (laughs) Yeah, not a stranger to physical labor. So seems like he might be all right.
1: Okay. My Um, favorite yeah, hit me. And most shocking was hit Kate me. from Kate and John and Kate. Plus John, eight. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> no way she's on here. And immediately, first episode, first three minutes, she's crying.
0: She's crying buckets. She's hysterically crying. They didn't even do
1: anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> they like, said hi to so her funny. and she was
0: in tears. And the funniest part is that then they show, like, the clips of her before she went into the challenges. And she's like, you know, I realized after watching our show, like, John and K Plus 8 for so many years, like, how much I complained and how I just, like, really am so dramatic. And I really don't want to do that this time around. Like, I really want to give it my all and not complain. And then she is hysterically
1: crying within minutes. Like... Yeah, she kept saying it's, like, her, like, coping mechanism to, like, complain Mm -hmm. and, like, do whatever other obscene things. And she's, like, self-aware that she does it, but she continues to do it. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure that's the opposite of what you do when you're self-aware. She, yeah, she's,
0: like, when I get anxiety, like, all I do is complain about things. And I'm, like, no, I think you just do complain about things because you don't want to do it. But she's a wonderful addition um really thrilled to have her she also has gone on reality shows before um I forget what she's been on before but she's gone on like one episode like shows where you know they'll do an episode just about her and I am just really perplexed by it like I feel like she was on like Millionaire Matchmaker or something where like they set her up to go on a date or something like she did all these like Weird things where I'm like, does she just want the income? Like, what is she doing she, on the yes. show? Like, she, she wants, wants the just-
1: attention. Yeah.
0: Because so I feel John like every got so out. often. <laughs> yeah, he did. And, but John also will like, John will do interviews every so often and kind of like, you know, restart things that I feel like she's staying out of it maybe as far as like talking shit goes, but I do feel like she has recently been doing more like coming on to episodes to get a little bit of money and then going. I don't know. Is she ever going to go away? Probably not. She literally said the kids are 18 this year. The sextuplets are 18. And going to college. And she's still around.
1: Like, I didn't realize they were that old.
0: Yeah. I was obsessed with them growing up.
1: Yeah. I watched it a
0: lot too. I think my sister, one of my sisters was watching it. And then, I mean, they were like two at the time. I was fully invested. I remember recording on like my VCR, like setting up it to record the episode (laughs) where they talked about getting a divorce crying hysteric i was hysterically crying watching them announce their divorce it was like my own parents were getting a divorce i was devastated
1: <laughs> things you hate to admit but
0: <laughs> so glad to see her back uh, are mel b f- no mel b from the spice girls she's also yes. on yes I-, I think she's an underdog I think that, you know, because she like was known for being in this girl band that like she's underestimated. But she was talking about how she wants to get her confidence back now that, you know, her marriage ended. She lost a lot of her confidence. She's doing this for herself to prove how strong she is. And it was just all about girl power. And I am thrilled to see it. I think she honestly is going to do really, really well.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think she is really embodying that. Scary spice attitude, and like you said, she's here for herself and she wants to do it, she's after it. So, I think that she might be one of the ones that makes it. I think so too. Um, Beverly Mitchell from Seventh Heaven. I also, oh my god, shook that they
0: were able to get this girl. So,
1: she (laughs) popped up on the screen, and I was like, oh my god, how do I know this girl? How do I know this girl? How do I know this girl? Then I was like, Seventh Heaven. I and now love- i been watching Seventh Heaven. <laughs> now i love Seventh Heaven.
0: Where are you watching it on?
1: It's on Hulu. Oh my god! Stop. This morning I watched four episodes.
0: I'm gonna start rewatching it. I loved that show.
1: Also, like, just a side note, that show I watched it because it came out in like '96. So I watched it when I was like, I don't know, ten, like reruns yeah. or whatever. It is a little inappropriate. Yeah, no, I
0: definitely watched it far too at like at a far too young age.
1: Yeah, there is like things that go on that I obviously didn't know back then they were going on, but wild that it was marketed as a kids show.
0: I also think because they the kids were such a ro- a wide range of ages, mm-hmm. like. I feel like I watched it when like I identified with Ruthie and Ruthie was like three. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why um, I sweetie. thought I was Ruthie in that family, but I was like, she's my girl.
1: Yeah. Like I didn't care about Jessica Biel or Beverly Mitchell at the time, but Ruthie was my queen. Oh my God. No, I wanted to be Jessica Biel in that so bad. What was What's Obsessed. her name in the show?
0: Do you know? Mm, no, not off the top of my head, but loved her.
1: Loved her because she Great was just girl. like the cool girl. Yeah, she like, like was almost like a tomboy. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Yeah. But back to this special forces show. The other groundbreaking person, Jamie Lynn Spears. I almost
0: lost my mind when I saw that she was going to be on this show.
1: I... Shook, shook that she agreed I know I have like no words for her participation in this show <laughs> she <laughs> is really something and She's all something, I kept because... saying watching it was Brittany suffered worse so you're gonna keep powering through
0: <laughs> but she was always like kept saying on the show like you know Because my sister became famous at such a young age, like I didn't, you know, really have something that was my own or like that I was known for or whatever. I mean, if this is what you want to be known for. okay, but, you know, it's not going well so far. I mean, similar to Kate, she's she's crying. Girls going through it.
1: Yeah, she's really going through it. And.
0: As, it's, As is Beverly Mitchell going back to it really quick. The three of them <laughs> losing their
1: minds, like not and the, doing well. And the, and the best part is like the th- or the four military guys just like give no shits. <laughs> like they're like, stop crying. Like they are not babying them at all. They're like, get it together. You're acting dumb. <laughs> they're like, the past is in the past and we're in the future. So move on. <laughs> And I, was like, I love shit. it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, man. Um, also,
0: love that they have Hannah Brown um, from The Bachelorette.
1: Yeah, wild card.
0: Yeah, didn't see it coming, but also kind of saw it coming. Like, she did. Didn't she do Dancing with the Stars?
1: Yeah, she did that.
0: So I feel like, you know, once you do Dancing with the Stars, it sets you up for other reality shows. Um, but. You know, she wants to prove herself um, as more than the girl who, who she chose, Jed. Like, her yeah. top three were, like, Jed, Tyler C., and Pilot Pete. So two yeah. out of three ain't good. Um, so to try <laughs> and fix her reputation is a fair fair choice. Yeah.
1: The last thing I want to say about this show is... Um, the gymnast that's on it, and I'm probably gonna murder her name,
0: nasia Liukin.
1: Yeah, I knew you'd know. (laughs) Um, I am totally now. I don't know if she's married or anything because I don't know anything about her. But I don't know. I think she's single. Shipping her with uh Dwight, right? That's his name. Yeah, Dwight. Oh,
0: it's Dwight interesting because
1: at one point he was comforting her and it gave like shippy vibes so i would love that it would be they're both
0: tall they're both tall they're both athletic they would bond over their you know sport success um i'm down with it
1: watch he's probably (laughs) buried probably (laughs)
0: He probably is. I have no idea. Um a few people a few people on here I don't know though. Gus Gus Kenworthy. Um Yeah. He's a former freestyle skier who did the 2014 Winter Olympics in Russia. Yeah, there's three gold medalists on this show. Really? Um not wild. who else Who else did I not know? Carly Lloyd, she's a soccer player. It makes sense that mm-hmm. I don't know her. I'm not into all of those. Um,
1: Montel Jordan I didn't know him
0: I don't know who that is either So excited to see him Get to know him Um, And Mike Piazza
1: Yeah he's Don't, a, um, don't know him Baseball Former Yes Baseball player okay.
0: Also um, Danny Amendola Amendola I know the name But like I don't know Anything about him Besides football. he played football
1: Yeah Yeah Yeah, so it's, like, interesting because there are a lot of athletic people on the show. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting to see, like, how you think those people are so athletic because they're so good at their sport. But then you put them Mm -hmm. in these, like, instances, this like, obstacles, and it's still so hard for them, even though they're that, like, athletic. So it really makes you... Appreciate not that I never didn't appreciate the military, but right. even more so, like the physical commitment. Because literally, wild. I was I was telling Erica before at the beginning of the show, like the first three seconds, they make them run to their like campsite, and they're like, "You have to run two miles." And I said, "I would have been out right then, 100%. It's, 100%. It's a hundred no. percent." It's one hundred percent. I would have been like. I have to go. My mom's here. Literally. She's here to pick me up. Sorry. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> um, she hates when I keep her waiting.
0: <laughs> the car doesn't even go into park. She just slows down. And I gotta jump in. So I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god. Um, interesting to see Dr. Drew. Oh Shocked yeah. that he was there. Um, I thought that was a wild card. Um, can't believe can't. they let him off Teen Mom. Yeah, he seems like he's really tied up lately with those Teen Mom specials that I don't know how they got the time to have him um, <laughs> do this. Um, Do you think that on here, because my play would be I'm all in, I'm playing, I'm going for it, and then I'm getting hurt the first day. I am hurting myself, and I'm going home. But it's all fake. I am faking my injury to get the hell out of here. Do you think as these people start getting injured that it's real? Or do you think they're like, oh, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be? I'm out. Um,
1: I think that they're probably faking it.
0: But also, I guess if you're being way more physical than you ever usually are before, that that it would check out that you would absolutely hurt yourself.
1: I mean, the shit that they were doing, like... Crazy. I would not be able to do it, so...
0: The first one, though, does seem super fun. They, like, jump backwards out of a helicopter and, like, dive headfirst mm-hmm. into the water. Looks super fun.
1: Think I would absolutely break my neck. Um, I wouldn't do that because, one, I hate heights, and, two, I hate water, so... <laughs>
0: So we're out. I would be
1: like, I'm out on this whole challenge, but thank you so much.
0: (laughs) You'd be like faking your injury. Like, oh, I twisted my ankle walking to the helipad. Gotta go. (laughs)
1: Literally, I can't.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's not for me. Oh, well, so I think actually Alyssa is farther along in this than me, so we won't get too into it, but... I do think it, – so it's, I believe, still live on TV, and they're just putting the episodes on Hulu. So I'm excited for week to week to see who it gets down to because they really don't even – there's no, like, voting as far as I've seen. It just is people dropping out because they're hurt they, or
1: – Or they fail the
0: Yeah, test. or, like, they
1: quit, and they're like, I'm out. But it's so funny. So the – the guys are so funny. This is my last tidbit. When they don't pass the assignment, he's like, You buffoon <laughs> I don't know how you get cast as one
0: of these like military guys for this show, but they picked such superb humans to be these coaches and, you know, these guys that kind of run all the challenges. I'm so glad it's more than one person. Like, I'm glad they don't mm-hmm. have, like, a main host for the show like every other reality show. I love that it's, what, four of them? And they're mm-hmm. so funny and they all have their cute little accents and, like, these weird sayings that their country says that no one else says. Yeah, the the buffoon is
1: a classic. <laughs> yeah love just a follow-up to this show you should also watch snowflake mountain what is that it is a bunch of like snowflakes which Mm -hmm. means like you know spoiled kids who don't complain things Yeah. yeah um they drop like a bunch of them off into the wilderness with these like two they both were in the military as well um men who basically their job is to teach them like how to survive out there and how to survive without like materialistic things and blah 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 right but it's just hysterical because the things that they make them do and how repulsed and embarrassed and i don't even know what other words these kids are it's hysterical now granted I would not be good at this either, but I would suck it up. <laughs> Some of them just, like, can't suck it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would try to play it cool, I think, for a while, but I think that I just don't like a lot of things that I feel like I would drop out fairly quickly.
1: Yeah. Lots and I know that about activity. myself.
0: I know that I have a lot of shortcomings. So first step is identifying a problem. So. <laughs> Got that. Good work. Good work. (laughs) One thing that I did really want to talk about um, that I've been noticing a lot more recently, completely changing subjects, is my like work-life balance of when I want to, not when I want to, but when I have to call out of work. When I am like super sick, not feeling good, I'm like I need to take a day. The guilt that I feel about calling out of work. I don't know if this is for every job or just because like my hospital is very um, short staffed and more so I love my coworkers and I love um, like that teamwork and that camaraderie. Like I love going to work and the fact that I am like letting them down and knowing that their day is going to be harder because I'm not there just not because my presence is so spectacular, but <laughs> because But because I know that like each one of them is going to have more patience and, you know, like there's going to be less people to help with all the work. I don't know if that's everywhere, but I feel so bad. Like sometimes I literally cry because I feel so bad about
1: calling out. No, I think that that's like a real feeling that a lot of people have. And it's interesting because now I can like talk about both sides because as a teacher, the guilt of calling out for work was monumental because not only am i not there but now i have to find a sub i have to create sub plans and i have to hope that the kids are going to behave and like this sub isn't going to quit like midday i mean having to make sub plans sounds like too much of a punishment when you're sick right so like literally i would just go sick because i was like this is more work to be out i was gonna say do you have like sub plans
0: that you make um like far in advance like i feel like some of our teachers made like sub plans like months in advance that's like here do a crossword puzzle with them or do a whatever like <laughs> something that had nothing to do with our curriculum at the time and then some of them were very specific that you know like before they called out they had this specific sub plan based on the curriculum
1: yeah, so I always had like emergency sub plans which would be like just random stuff for the kids to do, but I would usually come up with something that like fit in or was had something to do with um what we were doing. My favorite thing to do was I usually was out like somewhere near a holiday, so I would mm-hmm. do like a holiday themed activity like Labor Day or Martin Luther King or whatever it was. But mm-hmm. um so yeah, so like extreme 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 guilt when I was a teacher. Like I would literally text the sub throughout the day as I'm ill, making sure that these kids are not like making her want to jump out the window. Yeah. Um but now on the complete flip side in the job that I have now, like I feel zero guilt calling out of work.
0: Yeah, well, because then you kind of, like, hold yourself accountable. Like, you're able to then the next day pick up the slack of that one day that you're out sick and
1: make up the work. And, like, the you have a team. So I could say, oh, let's say Erica was my coworker. I'm out this day, but, like, if you need something, you can go to Erica and she'll do it for you and vice versa. So, like, there's never a feeling that, oh, someone's out there to help me. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do when all the time in teaching you feel like that? Because although there's other teachers, they have to take care of their own class. They can't be in your room. Right. So you have to make sure that your students aren't being a burden on anyone or the fact that you're not there isn't a burden on anyone. It's like, like you were saying, like you're so stressed about your coworkers having more to deal with.
0: Yeah, yeah. It literally is like, so there is... Um, at least for my hospital, like a float pool where they can pull nurses to from basically just this group of nurses that agree to work wherever, whatever unit in the hospital, or even like all throughout the health system that I work in. And they will just get a call that morning to tell them where they're going to work based on the sick calls for that day. Um, but there's only so many of them. So if There's not enough of them to go around. Like, my unit would just be short a nurse. And that's, like, if someone's going to take my spot, then sure. But you don't know if there's going to be a nurse to take your spot. So that stresses me out a lot. Um, You know, is there going to be someone who's going to be able to take my spot and fill in the staffing? Or is everyone going to have an extra patient because I'm not there?
1: Right. There's, like, a lot of pressure. There is. Which then... Makes you never take a day off, which then Mm -hmm. makes you more stressed. And it's just like this like ugly cycle. Yeah.
0: No, it's not great. But I was like, I don't know if this is just a me thing. I feel like some of my coworkers are like, whatever, like doesn't matter. But I get very nervous
1: about it. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I agree, though. I think in a lot of professions or like a lot of service professions, I should say because you know that people are relying on you in that type of job right. whereas like you know if you work a corporate job or whatever people are still relying on you but missing a day is not like crucial to someone's mm-hmm. life um but yeah i think that's a feeling that a lot of people have I and mean, miss yeah. a portrait it so let us know it should be something that should be changed
0: I mean because if you feel sick, you should call out. You shouldn't right. have to go in and do your job as if you feel fine because you don't, but
1: I don't know. It's it's just a guilt trip for for being a good person. Uh,
0: another thing about adulting they didn't prepare us for.
1: Literally. <laughs> everything makes you feel guilty oh my god
0: (laughs) and then you realize why so many people have bad attitudes because a lot of people don't want to be where they are at the time like a lot of people feel sick didn't call out go in and they're like wow i'm in a bad mood today
1: yeah which is fair or they just like needed a mental health day like there's a lot going on and yeah now they're even more pissed
0: Like, some days I'll walk into work and be like, guys, this ain't it today. Give me an hour. Like, really don't speak to me for a little bit because I'm going through
1: it. I hear you. Well, I feel like this generation is going to, like, not that I don't love our generation, but we have a lot more, like, we don't give an F attitude Mm -hmm. I feel overall, so I feel like this generation might be the generation to change the work-life balance situation.
0: I do feel like the discussion of mental health has become a lot more prevalent in our generation than in previous generations. So to see how that goes forward and, like, affects work, I think will be very, very interesting.
1: Well, I already know that, like, some um, companies have built in mental health days. My company uh, allows you to get therapy for free. Oh. So yeah. I mean they're really trying to make strides. So yeah. Yeah. Making sure people I are I want to okay.
0: say that mine does too or at least gives you like a few sessions mm-hmm. um, every so often which is nice. I haven't used them but maybe I'll save them for a rainy day. You should. You should a sad girl day therapy therapy is for everyone oh i swear by therapy love it need it gotta have it all
1: the time always Mm -hmm. facts put it (laughs) put that on your bumper sticker (laughs) give me a sweatshirt therapy all the time need it that'll be our first merch everyone yeah our first merch drop oh my god (laughs) Well, I think that we kind of let our followers into a lot of the interworkings of our brain today. Yeah, for sure. Getting hurt about Texas Roadhouse. How much we love Trader Joe's. What else are we talking about? Oh, this show. This show.
0: I am thrilled beyond words. It, for yeah the coming it has, episodes
1: it has made my whole week better i'm so glad i mentioned it to you i'm glad you appreciate it as much as i did yeah i totally appreciate it thank you <laughs> and the guilt that we feel from calling out from work yeah
0: it's not a paid sponsorship at all would love for it to be for this tv show but it's not yeah you just
1: <laughs> just our thoughts it just is absolutely what's been consuming my days. Facts. Well, we thank you again for being with us for a fourth episode. We thank you for following us on Instagram. And hopefully that you'll continue to listen and continue to share with your friends. And as always, I'm fine. You're fine. Have a good one. Everybody. See you next week.